And we're back. Or I'm back. <laughs> I'm waiting on uh waiting on Joel and Ricky here. Um so yeah, interesting draft to this point. Um we're uh we're moving right along. We're about to have the fourteenth pick selected. And that will be a pick made by the Miami Heat. All right, welcome back, Ricky. All right. So next picks, Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you thinking? So who, uh, I don't know right now. Um, well, it's kind of tough pick after that. I mean, it's an obvious drop-off from here, um, from the previous picks. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, Joel, who do you think? Who are you thinking that, that Miami takes here? Joel's the perfect oh. one here, so. Yeah, what? we're just going to go with whatever you say, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I was really comfortable until they got to Miami. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I think they're going to go big. Coming? You know, I'm not 100% sure where they go. I, I, hold on. Uh, maybe they go John Collins or TJ Leaf. I like TJ Leaf. I don't know why, but I think that's a little high for TJ Leaf. I, I mean, I think they could definitely go that route. It's just he doesn't really got, play. You, I got one. Or, or they can go Bam. What's his name? Bayo. I, I can't pronounce his name. Bam. Abadale. Yeah, I think that's a little high for him too. I I, 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 I like John Collins there. I, like, okay. I could definitely see John Collins. I think they might reach down and get OG. I had him OG going 13. Two, though. Do what now? I think it's high, too, if it's OG. They have a better chance of getting out of the bio. Man, I, I mean, the only reason that OG is so low is because he's not really going to play next year. But as far as his talent is concerned. Yeah. But, see, I think, you know what? He's got the injury. I don't know. I I I think I, mean, I, 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 think I, I like. I will say this though. <laughs> I liked him better. I liked him better with Denver. The reason being yeah. is because Denver just has so many young players. They could afford to take him and let let him sit out a year. Right. I don't know. Miami. I mean, they got already had a lot of injuries last year. I don't know if they they want to take a guy who's they're going to have to wait on like that. You know. I'm going to go with John <laughs> Collins. I like. I, it's, I mean, it, this is really tough. Like it's a really tough one. Like I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who we end up getting here. Honestly, I, I think this. You guys can call me crazy for this, but I think we might see our first reach here, and we may go, um, Harry Giles. I know he has injuries and all that, but I think he has out of the best players, out of the players available. I think he has the best upside and. Really yeah, Miami Heat. I think that's what you're looking for. My, yeah, but my only thing with with Giles is like, I, I don't necessarily want to draft a center when I already have Hassan Whiteside. Like, and I know, like, I agree that that Giles has the highest ceiling, but he's also got one of the biggest risk factors. Like, he's more of a risk than OG, and I I think OG's ceiling is really high too. You know, hey, yeah. maybe. Maybe I know this sounds crazy, uh, or at least for me, but maybe they go Justin Jackson. 
I mean, I like Justin Jackson, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I think I, 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 I want to say they take a four just because you never know what's going to happen in free agency. Nothing's guaranteed. They're really thin at four. I think the best available four right now is John Collins. I like I like Collins or I like Adebayo. It's one of them too. I just I'm not 100% yeah. sure which one. One of those. I got Adebayo going much later. I got I, I think I think Leaf is, is a reasonable a reasonable. Um, Come on. <laughs> do what now? He's a Kentucky guy. You know they got connections. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ricky's not gonna like that, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Holler. Damn, son. You were on fire, Joel. That's I like I said, I just needed to shut up and just say, Yep, I agree with Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I like that wasn't. I wasn't a hundred percent sure that was gonna happen. Oh no! I mean, I know you weren't, but I mean, that was the guy you inevitably ended up going with. So <laughs> I said it was between him and Collins. So I was like, I was. A, it was a toss up. I was like, ah, was around there. Yeah. Still though, like I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. Burnt, I wouldn't have even really considered that a Bayo there. I, I like. I, I think he's gonna be a good player. I just had him going much lower in my mocks. Um, I think I, I had him going like twenty, twenty, mid twenties actually. I think so that's, the about, that's about that's about ten so higher low. than I thought. I think the reason he was so low on under the radar is Kentucky really didn't use him that much because I mean to be yeah. honest, they really didn't need him. He was underused, and if they would have, if he would have went to another school and they would have used him better, I think we would have seen him much higher. Because oh. honestly, yeah, so maybe it's the Devin Booker, uh, the Devin Booker thing. Same thing yeah, with Booker. Booker should have gone way higher than like ten or eleven or what he went. Yeah. What you got, Joel? No, I just got excited. That's all. Because the highlights. Oh. oh yeah, I, I, I was I was expecting you to be like, well, guys, guys, I got I got a trade. <laughs> well, I got no, I got, a, I, got a, I got an update if you want to hear the update. Sure. All right, so apparently the talks between Boston and uh, Indiana have stalled. Good. Good. That that trade is do, awesome. do not make that trade. Like, I, I hope that someone came in and said, Danny, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, my thing is this. Like, dude, like, even if you can't, like, let's say – the Porzingis trade is just way too unreasonable. That's off the table. Let's say that you you can't even necessarily get anything by trading down for Jonathan Isaac, or you're just not like you're you're just not super keen on Jonathan Isaac. Okay, fine. Like then just take one of your guys, trade them to get the to get the uh, the cap space, and then like. Like trade trade Avery Bradley for a a couple high to, to the Magic for their two high second rounders and something down the road, like that way you can go get Gordon Hayward. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, bro. <laughs> like if you're okay, put it this way: if you're the Magic and the Celtics come to you and say, 
We'll give you Avery Bradley for the number 33 pick, the number 35 pick, and then a lottery-protected first future first-rounder. Would you do that? For who? For Avery Bradley. A 33, 35 first for Avery? Yeah, but like a, a lottery-protected. Like, so you're not going to have to give up, like, a good first-rounder. Like, so while you still suck – you get to keep all those picks, but you convey it once you're good again. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm making no difference. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I think about it. <laughs> like yeah, like you would think about it. That's what I'm saying. Like like that. But to me, like that's what I'm saying. That kind of move makes more sense than trying to trade a bunch of like valuable assets to get Paul George. Yeah, I got you. And then and then and then only like creating roadblocks for you to go get Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, unless they just know something that we don't know about Hayward. Like, maybe, I mean, Hayward and Stevens are close. Maybe Hayward's like, man, like, I, I love the idea of coming to play for you, but uh, I just want to stay here in Utah. Like, and if that's the case, I can see why you might want to try to make a move like that. But still, I feel like even if that's the case, you just stand pat and keep keep going with the slow build. You got yeah. You got Jason Tatum – and a future lottery pick out of a, a point guard when you already have four point guards. That you, so you didn't need the point guard. Like, exactly. So who we got next? So we got the Trailblazers up next. Uh, I think this is time OG and OB. No, this – wait, this is, the, this is the Kings, though. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the Kings pick? Yeah, because they traded. Oh, so, okay. Um, I you know at fifteen I'm I'm a little more comfortable taking Josh Jackson or I'm sorry Justin Jackson I I think Justin Jackson goes here they need a small forward um I I, I don't think you want to risk him dropping down to twenty um I mean I think he could definitely drop down to twenty but I don't think you want to risk that I think you take Justin Jackson here and I think this is a smart trade for the Kings because I think they wanted to take Justin Jackson anyway. And they were like, man, like, we, we don't need to take him at 10. We can get him later right. in the draft. So I'm going to say Justin Jackson. I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> I mean, they just need – they so desperately need a small forward. Yeah, you're right. That's why I agree with I you. I mean, it makes much I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say it's between Justin Jackson and OG and OG. Yeah, I and I would, I would be inclined I, to take I, – I think – yeah, I think Ananobi is going to be like better if he can stay healthy. I think. I like I, him. I, 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 what's that? I like him, but I, I think Justin Jackson. I have him high, ranked higher at the moment. I yeah I I, I most courts yeah, do. Spoke. Joel spoke. He said Justin Jackson, so that's what's going to be. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but no, I mean I do. I, I like I like. Uh, I really do. I like uh, Ananobi more long term than Justin Jackson. But if you're yeah. Sacramento, your your roster is just so depleted. You can't afford to wait on Ananobi. Like you need to get somebody who can come in and play. And so Justin Jackson fits that bill. There it is. Great. Like, like that's. You know, we 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 as in everybody because they've deserved it for so many years. Talk so much shit about Sacramento, 
that the the, the cousins trade, like everyone gave him so much shit for it. That turned out to be a great trade. Like no matter how you cut it, if they finished higher, if they if they finished higher in the draft than ten last year, then their pick went to Chicago. So not only right. did trading Demarcus Cousins net you Buddy Heald, so a lottery pick from last year, a lottery pick for this year, uh, but it also gave you the ability to keep your pick. So, like, really, you, like, I know it doesn't seem like it, but given the situation that they were in, because of their mismanagement, but given the situation they were in, they essentially traded uh, traded Boogie Cousins for Buddy Heald, De'Aaron Fox, Justin Jackson, and whoever they take at number 20. Like, that's a damn good deal. So, this is actually Minnesota's pick, right? This next one? Yeah. So... Hmm. If you're Minnesota, you don't really have have a crazy big need. Um, I mean, you got what you got. You got Rubio, you got Antias Jones at the point. At the two, you got you got Wiggins. At the three, you got Butler. At the four, you got Jang and Bellica, and then at the five, you got Towns and Aldridge. So yeah. I think you most notably need a two or a three. Um, yeah. I, I would, man, I'd probably take Terrence Ferguson here. Six, seven, can play the two or the three. I mean, he's 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 unproven. Um, you know, he played uh, he didn't play particularly well in the Australian league, which is a little concerning to me because that's not like playing in the Euro League. Like the the competition level is not nearly as high. But you're still playing. Right. You're still you're still going out there and playing against grown men when you're like 17, 18 year old kid, versus playing against other 17 and 18 year old kids. You know, um, yeah. and that's a that's a big difference. I don't care how how like how much raw skill you have. So I mean, I I think I could see Ferguson being the guy here. Mm. This is tough. I don't disagree. I, I Ferguson's a good. Place here, uh, Frank Jackson. Uh, I heard that's not a bad choice there. Uh, especially now they lost Levine, they lost Dunn, so it's like motherfucker. I'm torn. I think you're right though. I think Ferguson might be. That's who I would go with. Like I'm not totally sure though. Now starting to get. Yeah, I don't, know. I, don't <laughs> I don't really know. I think that's a little too high for Frank Jackson for me. Um, I, I like, I actually like Jawan Evans as, as like the better, um, like he's my, my next best point guard still on the board. Um, but I don't, I I think Tyus Jones played well enough last year to where you, you have at least enough confidence that you don't have to take a point guard, especially given your, just your, your holes at two and three, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I think you got to go with somebody who can who can play the the, the two and the three, and I think Ferguson well, is you, the best. I look fit. at it like this: Ferguson fits in as a good replacement for Levine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
as like a guy who can come off the bench and hopefully in a couple of years give you a little instant offense. Right, he can jump up through the roof and he can shoot. So I think it might I think it makes sense. We'll see though. Yeah, I just don't see anybody else on my big board who I think makes makes sense there. I mean, unless they're doing something else with it, I'm not totally sure. Like, let me see. Let's see. Let me see if I can plot out like the highest ranked players that I like on my board that are left. Well, they have John Collins is left. I like him. CJ Leaf. I yeah, have but, on my board. yeah, but you got Jay and you got Yelica. Uh, I, I think is how you pronounce it. Like he's he's a he's a stretch four. He's nothing special, but I mean you got you at least got a little bit of depth there. I think they're gonna wave Jordan Hill. Um, he's he's another guy who plays the four for them, but I think they're gonna waive his four million non guaranteed. Um so I mean I think basically right now if you're them you try to take someone at the two or the three and then you go out and you try to find someone good in free agency like a PJ Tucker. Um you know, some somebody kind of in that in that range. Yeah. Or Justin Patton. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, but you got you got Cole Aldridge, so I feel like you you're, uh, you're kind of set know, there. Oh, because I don't trust. I like look. Cole Aldridge is on my team. Oh, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get that. But you also you also have Jang who can play the backup five when you need when you you're need right. to. Like so, I so, uh, so I just wouldn't take a center here. Um. Yeah, I, I mean the you. best the best available player that I have is Jared Allen, then John Collins, and then Terrence Ferguson. So I mean I don't think you're not reaching down that much by taking Terrence Ferguson. Um and, and this is uh this is not really my rankings per se. This is an amalgamation of NBA Draft dot net, Draft Express and College Pride Press. Um their average rankings all put together in one list. Here we so, go. Here we go. Well, there you are. <laughs> I did not see that one coming, man. There, I, I, I hope. Like, okay, so what? I got that's sixteen. I got two picks left before my Hawks. Man, I, I'm hoping Jared Allen falls to us, man. That would be awesome. I think he might, Jared, bro. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, I got him ranked 13th on the, my board here. Um, Allen? Yeah. Justin Patton was 18th. So, um, How about and, and honestly, Justin Patton didn't have a great uh, combine either. I remember reading about his combine and, like, like his – his skills are good, but like his his athleticism isn't great. Um, like his his vertical wasn't like as good as other people uh, that play the same position. Like um, I don't know, man. I I, uh, I don't I don't think that was I just don't think that was a very good pick for them. But I don't disagree. I will tell. I just threw it out there. <laughs> like he was an yeah. Option. I mean, well, he was the, the, the on on my board the fourth next best player, right behind Ferguson. So right. I, I mean like it's Ferguson. certainly not like they it's certainly not like they reach way down. Like on this board, I Bam out of bio is ranked twenty seventh. 
So, yeah, like, that was a reach. Uh, I like, I don't know, really. Right now, I think you're right, though. I got, I got, hold on. I got John Collins, Jared Allen, uh, DJ Wilson. I don't know, I like him. Yeah, um, I like Wilson. He's, he's got the injury problems, but I, I like him, though. I like him, too. Uh, I had Patton. Ferguson's up there, too. I don't know, though. Well, what's next? Milwaukee, right? Yeah, it is Milwaukee. Um, huh. Like, I, I kind of had them pegged at taking Justin Jackson when it seemed like he might fall to them. Right. But since that's, that's out of the equation, they like – they like their lengthy players. Um, well, you think they're going Wilson? <laughs> like, I see that's a reach to me. But the thing is, like, see, honestly, I told myself if OG Ananobi fell to them, I would take him just because of his potential. But like, then you're dealing with then you're dealing with two guys who are out for probably the majority of next year with him and um, and Jabari Parker. And like, I just don't know. I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to do that to your lineup, man. I know. Um, I know. This, I know. This thing. But I mean, I don't know. He, I mean, he kind of fits their, their like model. Um, as far as just like kind of what they what they go for, and I have him ranked higher than than DJ Wilson uh, on my board. I have OG at 22 and DJ at uh, 25. Right. I don't think, I think they Tyler White in. He he doesn't play defense. No, I don't think so either. I, I do think it's I think it's either it's it's one of those three in my opinion between uh, Allen, Collins, or Wilson. And I think Wilson just fits their weird-looking, long-ass team. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's certainly and well, and the the best benefit to drafting Wilson is because you don't have Parker for the majority of next season. Like he comes in and he fills in there, um, so he can back up Thon Maker at the four. Because um, yeah. I assume since you since you have John Henson and you still have uh, Greg Monroe opted in. You're gonna play Thon a lot at the four, which I think I think long term I I see him more as a five, but he's he's just got he, he's got a, a very unique ability, um, uh, and he can certainly play the four, um, so I you know I could see that. Uh, still, my big thing is you don't really have a, a solid backup small forward anymore. If, if, yeah. Uh, you know. It, so long term, I think Ananobi makes sense because he can play the three and the four, um, kind of like Parker. Right. But he's like a much better defender. But do you really want to take another guy who's got injury problems, especially when you right. got Parker who's already torn his ACL twice? Like. I like Ananobi, but I, I'm just hoping he falls a little bit farther, so like the Knicks can like pick up a second, like a later pick and pick him up. <laughs> the Knicks don't have another pick in though 44. He ain't falling that far. <laughs> I'm just saying, like they pick up a late first round pick. I'm saying. Like if they traded for one. Yeah, that's on. I I don't think you have the assets for that. 
Look, that is not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's not my call. Um, I, you know, I'm going to throw out another name. I, I mean, I think Jared Allen is certainly a possibility. I don't necessarily think they want to take a center, but if he's the best available player, maybe. Um, and Ike Anabugu, he's just raw talent, like just raw, like super long. Um, like I, I, he's got like a seven-six wingspan. I, I could see that. That's a stretch to me, but I could see it. Uh, I'm gonna go OG. I'm just gonna go OG. I'm gonna I'm gonna project that they look at it and say he's not gonna make us better next year, but we're still a year away from being where we want to be. If we can take OG and bring back Parker, both of them healthy in a year's time, and put them with this roster, I think that's a hell of a fucking roster. I think I think OG might fall the second round, honestly, because of the fact that he won't be available right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just going to be crazy because whoever gets him and is willing to wait a year on him is going to oh, yeah. get a really good player if he can stay healthy. Like, he might end up being, depending on how far he falls, he might end up being the steal of the draft for me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I guess I'm just going to stick We're- with DJ We'll see from there. Yeah, Ricky, what do you think, man? Um, I don't know. I can see Anobi. I can see DJ Wilson. Um, I don't know. That's some tough. I've been sitting here trying to think. Um, personally, I'd go to Anobi, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went DJ Wilson, uh, Jared Allen, another, you know, like he said, best available player. Um, but yeah, personally, I go Adobe, but what they're gonna do? I'm kind of lost on this pick. He's fall. <laughs> fall. Um, we'll see. Oh, it's in. All right. So I was like, oh, when are they doing this? Oh, okay. I like Calipari, man. I like him too, but he he catches a lot of shit, man. I watched his I watched the thirty for thirty about him. Uh called I think one and not done. And it was really interesting, man. It is kinda cool to see his story from like from the ground up from when he started at UMass and you know, went to the NBA and, you know, failed and then went to Memphis and then Kentucky and, like, really, really interesting. All right. I mean, I, like I always to... wanted I always wanted him to win a team, win one when he was with Memphis, man. When they had Derrick Rose and those other guys, that was such a good team. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty good. Kansas team. No. <laughs> All right, here we go. My mouth. God damn it, Joel. <laughs> Jesus, that is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you still haven't like I mean I know you were a little wishy washy on that heat pick, but you still haven't really missed one, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that heat pick I really didn't know what the fuck I was like <laughs> I didn't have no definitive answer. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so well I don't know, whatever. We still have time. <laughs> Dude, if you if you I swear to God, if you sweep the first round, <laughs> I mean, I'm not predicting you do, but if you did, that shit would be remarkable. So who we got? Who we got? Next up is Indiana. So this one's tough. Well, I'm just, you know what? You're right. So you know what I'm doing? I'm sticking to the Makra. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jay Lee. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think TJ Leaf makes sense, too. I mean, two reasons. One, uh, I think I think he would pair well with, with Turner. I really do. Like, his his uh, lack of defense would, would be very much helped by having, having Miles Turner there beside him. Um, and then also, um, and I, I don't think you can take this for granted, like Indiana likes their white guys, like they really do. And so, like, if you can get if you can get a quality like white guy player, like that sells tickets, man. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I like TJ. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a reasonably decent player. I think I think I don't ever really see him as a as a. Um, like a quality starter per se, but I mean he can be a starter on a, you know on a on a, yeah on a, on a bad team or on a even on a like a, a mid fair to midland team you know, like on a team right. that, that finishes, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth in the in the their respective conference like he he can fill that role. And it, and like I said, it really just depends on what you put around him and the fact that you already have a Miles Turner to to pair with him there bodes well. Um, I mean, I I think that, that that just makes the most sense. And you know, if they're still thinking that they have some potential with this with this uh, trade in uh, you know with Boston, um, you know, you, I mean, you know, you're not getting a power forward back from Boston, so. Yeah. Might as well take one, you know. I can yeah. also see them taking John Collins. Um the only thing about John Collins though is he's just not quite as versatile um offensively. But I think that I think the reason that I, I could see them doing John Collins is because Miles Turner is so versatile offensively. So I think yeah. Miles Turner's kinda of the key. Like do you wanna do you wanna draft somebody on offense and rely on Miles Turner to to you know, shield their defensive woes, or do you want to have the reverse and have him shield their offensive woes? Because um, I mean, if you did draft, if if you did draft uh, John Collins, I mean that's a that's a double double guy, you know. Yep, I got you. And, and you know, I got him higher on my big board, so. But I'm still I'm still leaning towards TJ Leaf to be honest. And at this point I'm not going against what you say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Even though I sh- even though I should, because one of these damn times you're gonna be wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I got. I'm only going. Like I said, I had no idea, but you know, I saw the I saw a mock draft. I think it was this morning, and I'm like, that makes sense. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I I had him in my original mock draft going to the Pacers. So, Let's see. There it is. <laughs> I, I I think it's a good pick. I really do. I mean, that's you're getting a guy who can spread the floor, and and because you already have Miles Turner who can also spread the floor. I mean, you're 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 getting you're getting the foundation of a lineup that can that can like ultimately everybody can shoot on the team, which is, you know, kind of what you're moving to, but you still like, because miles Turner is so athletic and so tall, he can still protect the rim on defense. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense to me. You're like, you, and I think, I think this draft is almost kind of an indictment. I mean, this draft, the Dwight Howard trade, um, you know, both of those things are big to me on how the league is just moving away from big men. Yeah. Uh, All right, my Hawks are next. I'm, 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 I'm hoping for Jared Allen. We need a center. I mean, we need a power forward too, so I can see us going with Collins. But I, I mean, I just, I think Allen is a little better than Collins. I don't necessarily like taking a center, but I mean, the fact is, we need one. Right. Um, I, have, I would say take. I would say if we're tanking, like if we're rebuilding, take Ananobi, and just you know let it ride. But you already have Torian Prince, and Ananobi's like the same type of player as Torian Prince. So I don't. I never like, like taking taking the same kind of player that you got. Now, my sleeper pick, and I would be totally happy with this, would be Isaiah Hartenstein. If we took Isaiah Hartenstein, I would be, I, we'd be, we'd be reaching down a little bit, and we would be overlooking some guys who, you know, project better than him as far as, uh, as far as going into the draft. Um, but I would be totally cool with that, man. I would draft him, stash him for a year, and, you know, see what you got, you know, going into next year. Nice. I don't disagree. I, I I think it's either or of Jared Allen or John Collins. I don't one of the two, one of those two because I mean I'm surprised they've fallen this far. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. Another name you're throwing the hat here is uh, Ivan Rabb. I mean, it might be a little bit of a reach, but I see a lot of potential in him and. You know, uh, I like him too. but not over Jared Allen or John Collins. Yeah, I, especially Jared Allen. Um, like I don't, I don't dislike Ivan Rab. I think, I think if you asked me this, maybe three, four weeks ago, I probably would have said Ivan Rab would have been a good pick. But that's because I would have had, you know, John Collins and Jared Allen already off the board. Um, with them still being on the board, I don't, I don't think you reach to get. Um, to get Ivan Rapp when you when you have, in my opinion, kind of two guys who who project to be a little better. But you know, I wouldn't 
Like, I wouldn't be like, what the fuck, if we took Ivan Rab. Wouldn't be my first pick, but... The one the one thing about taking either John Collins or Ivan Rab is though they, they project best long-term at the center position, they can both play the four. Like, Jared Allen can't really play the four. Like, he doesn't have yeah, enough but, range. I like the person so, John Collins. Yeah, so in that sense, you know, and... As of right now, the only four that we have on our roster is Ryan fucking Kelly. So, um, in that sense, maybe, and especially because we don't have 31 anymore, you never know who's going to be available at 41. I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say John Collins. I, I feel like just because he's got a little bit more of that versatility, um, I, I think that's probably who we end up going with. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. I mean, it's, I'm not, like, I'm certainly not, like, thrilled about it. <laughs> like, I'm definitely not like y'all were with Nilakina. <laughs> Um, not like that kid. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he's probably just happy to like hear the Hawks mentioned. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. Combo forward center guy, great rebounder. I mean, I feel, I feel like he was like getting 20 and 20 in a lot of games in the ACC and that's not easy to do in the ACC. Um, and uh, so yeah, I mean I, I'm cool with that pick. That's all right, you know. I uh, I I still like I got I got like a, a big man crush on Isaiah Hardenstein. A small part of me was hoping we'd take him just because he's got the I think he's got the bigger ceiling. But yeah, whatever. I get it. <laughs> All right, so next is the Kings, right? Is it the Kings? Oh, yeah, look at that. It is the Kings. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, dude, well. Is this the Kings? Yeah, I mean, if you're the Kings, do you, do you now take on Anobi? Or why don't, I mean, if you're going to take a chance, why not take a chance on. Giles and shit. Uh, well, because you already have three centers on your team, like, and you've got three, and you've got three like young centers. The thing with Ananobi is he can play the three and the four, and you've only got one power forward on your team. I feel you. I mean, but he can play. I think they need a four more than I. I mean, I know they got Scowler, but I mean, have them duke it out. Nah, no pun intended, Duke. But um, Harry Giles, <laughs> it makes sense just, to me that. I, go ahead. Yeah, but I, I don't see Harry Giles as a as a power forward at all. He's a center. He's not a power forward. So, um, you play a little bit both. They just it's just tough because of the dude's injury thing. Like I don't know what he's gonna be. Tall kid though, what like six ten some shit. I don't know. 
I think if you're gonna take a chance, I think you take if you do it with him more so than on them booga Uh I think you just com- combined Ananubi and Anigbugo <laughs> in the same name. <laughs> Not the same. You're Anigbugo Nobi. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I don't know. I I could even see them taking taking Hartenstein or Leiden. Honestly. And or two, right? I I would think I would. I I I hope they don't take Leiden because I think Leiden's gonna be a bust. Um, but. But I don't think he's a first rounder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Put it that way. Um, I, I mean, he's ranked 26 on my big board, but um, oh, there you go. So I mean, but I, I still feel like that's a reach on him. But I mean, if you just look at what's available, it's a lot of bigs, and they don't need bigs. So I mean, Terrence Ferguson is still available, but they don't really need twos either. I mean, he can play the three. But I mean, I think he projects more as a shooting guard. To me, it makes a lot of sense. If you're gonna take a chance, there's like your third pick this draft. <laughs> like, so just go with the, with the need, you know. Well, but he, but Harry Giles doesn't fit your need. I think so. Why not? I just like I said. I mean, he's not a power forward to me. He's a center. You have three I, centers. Yeah, but he's not—he's not a center in the likes of uh, what do they call it, Stein. He's a little more—he has a more upside, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like Collie Stein a lot. Um, I do—I do too. I'm just saying. Um, but you know, I could also see Hartenstein. Um, he's a—he's a big. He can spread the floor. Let's see. Fuck this, bro. <laughs> God damn it, Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Call her again. Mm -hmm. All right, Joel. Who's going next in the draft? (laughs) I'm not Uh, going with Joel. Oh, wait, who's next? Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, Oklahoma City. All right. I I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I think it, I think it's got to be – I think at this point it's got to be Terrence Ferguson, right? Um, I'd go Terrence Ferguson or Anobi. Anobi again. I don't I – don't, I think they want someone that's going to play now. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you're OKC, you gotta have somebody who can come in and, and at least try to put forth an effort and play now. That, and I, mean, I think Terrence Ferguson, Ferguson, he's got I an unproven shot, but yeah, I mean I, I'm skeptical on him as well. I, like I'm not sold on him by any means, but he's the best available. He's the best available like two, three player, like who can play both the two and the three. And if I'm the Thunder, there's no chance I want to bring back Robertson. The guy shot like 21% from the free throw line in the playoffs. 
averaging 4.6 points per game in an Australian league, uh, I mean, he, he has S5, he has potential, but if you're talking about wanting somebody to play right now, I mean, it's going to take him three or four years before he gets that's a fair point. If Anunu Bubui, if Anunobi was healthy, I'd say they would have took Anunobi. But I just don't think, because he's, I don't know. In my opinion, it might be just too early for that. Um, I, I I might go with you. I think I think you might be right. I think it could be Terrence Ferguson. I'm not sure. You know I'm what? Not. I'm going to say this. I, I, I'm i going to say Allen's still on the board, right, Jared Allen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say they take Jared Allen because he's the best player available other than Ananobi, um, in my opinion. And like you said, Ananobi's hurt. And then you try to trade Kanner because Kanner's on an expiring contract. I'm sure somebody would want that. Maybe you can get back someone in return who can help help out your roster. Um, I forgot Allen. You know. I, I just I I think that might that might be their their best solution. Um, I can certainly see uh, the Blazers being interested in and in sending you Alan Crab for um, for uh, Cantor, and right. just to clear that cap space, you know. Um, and Alan Crab would, would certainly trade down. Honestly, I mean, do what now? If I was OKC, I'd stay down, uh, honestly, because I like Simi Olajay. How do you say the last name, Simi? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, like I mean, that might. But that, that would be kind of a reach. So if they could trade down, I mean, it's kind of a little late now, but I think trading down would have been their best bet. You know what? I'm with you on that. I like, And maybe you just go ahead and make the reach, man, because – the dude shot forty two, forty three percent from three last year. Um, he can, he can, uh, uh Simi Ojale or Ojali or Ojali. Uh, no one knows how to pronounce his name. We're just gonna call him Simi. Simi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I have him twenty eighth on my board, so it's not that much of a reach. But there's already been players who have been, like, Jared Allen still hasn't been taken, Ferguson hasn't been taken, Giles, Enigbogu, Ananobi, Hartenstein, Rab, I'm going to follow it 44, you know? I'm going to say they don't trade out. I'm going to just say they take Ojale. I mean, I, mean, I, I can see... The best I, and and I, think, I think you present a good point, Ricky, in that you're you're talking about drafting a guy who's who's what twenty one, I think, versus a guy or twenty two maybe versus a guy who's nineteen, in in Ferguson. That makes sense to me. You're drafting a guy who's got three years of college experience, and you know has has a proven track record of being able to shoot. And if you're OKC, you need shooting. I'm just definitely not sold on Ferguson yet. I mean, averaging 4.6 points per game in an Australian league. If that was Euro League, okay, I understand it, but I mean, right? Come on now. Yeah, I, I the just, Australian. You know, that's probably what. That's probably not even like the fourth or fifth best league in the world. Like, there's probably yeah. like, like I think it's probably D League's better, and there's probably like another Euro League that's better. 
Like, I, I mean, I'd say Euro <laughs> League, the uh, uh, Chinese I, League. Uh, I'll stick with Ferguson, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Simi. I I I I yeah. think you might be onto something there. I'm gonna I don't even I'm gonna agree with you. Just be, honestly, just be Joel's like Joel's like I don't even know who the hell that is. <laughs> oh, Semi? Are you calling Semi? Yeah. Okay. I, now I'm. I have a nice. He played for SMU. Him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, all right. I don't. I I don't think I've ever seen him play. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't. I I've never seen him play. I just have read up on him and I I've seen his stats. His stats are really good. And I, I just yeah. don't think you want to bring back Robertson. And so you can plug him in at the small forward. He can, He's a better shooter. You, I think you let Gibson walk. You bring in um, – I would, I would I think, honestly, I would start uh, Jeremy Grant over Sabonis because I think he just offers so much more defensively. Um, and, then, uh, and then I would probably still try to trade Cantor. And see what you could get for him. Maybe you could still trade Cantor for, um, uh, for Ferguson and and figure out something for a backup center. But I, I could see Ferguson if he had you know more, like he. I think he has. Wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, <laughs> don't doubt Joel. <laughs> oh my God, Joel. Oh, well, oh, man. you guys said it first. I was just agreeing with you, and I just didn't want to move. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, I think, I think it's funny how I talked you into that one and then was like, actually, I, I, I think Ricky talked me into this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't oh, sure. Uh, but I liked it. You said, Terrence, I mean, that made sense to me. I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just so that. comical at this point. <laughs> Alright. Really Nets. Mm. I have the Nets taking Harry Giles. But since he's off the board, I think they definitely take a center. So I, I say Jared Allen, right? He's still the best available center. Mm, sounds right to me. I like it. Joel says it, I'm agreeing. I'm <laughs> We're 22 15 and he hasn't missed one, so don't doubt Joel. Yeah. Well, we need to start a hashtag with that, don't doubt Joel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Jared Allen just makes sense to me. He's Yeah, not only is he the best player available, um, but he, he, he also fills a need they have because Moskov – it's not like that's not who they want playing center. Um, no. and I think their only other center on the like on their books. I, shit, I can't even remember the cat's name. Uh, but he's only got one year left on his deal, and he's not very good. So there you yeah, go. you, you definitely take <laughs> definitely take Jared Allen. I think it'd be a huge mistake if they didn't. It's a, it's By the way. By the way, I think it's crazy that given the fact that, yeah, they had to take Mozgov's contract, and, yeah, um, the um, uh, Lakers were just, like, so desperate to get rid of that, and they returned a Robin Lopez, 
is expiring and all that, you know. But for D'Angelo Russell, I'm surprised the Lakers couldn't be like, nah, son, you got to give us that 22 pick. Like, fuck that 27 shit. You got to, come on, give us a 22. Like, uh-huh. how, how do how the Lakers not, like, be like, no, nah, we're going to draw a line, man. We got to get that 22. You know the Nets would have taken that deal. So they got Andrew Nicholson. He's not a center, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely not. I thought they traded him to um, for, uh, to Washington in that Bogdanovich deal. Or did he come from Washington in that Bogdanovich deal? Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I think he he's like a power forward. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I think Jared Allen is definitely the best player available. Just go ahead and do it. Word, I'm with you. Yep, I agree. Well, good. Hopefully, I get to lead the charge on Joel, either being wrong for the first time, or at least I I, I got to convince everybody on one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win for me. <laughs> but dude, think about this though. If you're pairing up, you're like if you're the Nets, you know, getting Jared Allen, yeah. and you can pair up Jared <laughs> Allen with Angela Russell. Like I, I know that's only two players to be like excited about. But Rodney like, Hollis- and they're not, you know, that like Russell's. I I don't think Russell's underachieved as underachieved as much as a lot of people like to make it out that he has. Um, right. I just think he's had too much of a role early on with not enough experience, and and it's not like they had anybody in L.A. at the time to guide him. And for the past up until this past year, it was like give Kobe the ball and get out of the way. Word. Word. So, I mean, I think that's at least something for the Nets to be excited about. You know, it just sucks they still have to give Boston another first round pick. <laughs> that was a terrible move, bro. Oh my God. They're yeah, but you know what? You know what, though? Like, you know what's even more terrible? Like. Oh. They didn't have to, like, they they didn't have to become this bad. Like, they didn't no. have, like, the, the only reason that they did was because Prokhorov decided, well, I didn't mind paying all this money when it, we were going to be a, you know, title contender. But now that we're not going to be a title contender, I don't want to pay all this money anymore. And so we're yep. just going to suck, you know, yep. for the next you know, several years until we, you know, get some draft picks back. Which, you know, I can understand that, but like that just sucks for like Nets fans, man. Like, like it's not our fault you made all these fucking like like overstepping trades and now you're now all of a sudden you're not willing to pay these guys. Like I'm still like to this day it still amazes me the Hawks were able to pull off that Joe Johnson trade with them. Gotcha. On the fact that he may be a big time player. Oh, God. He needs everything. Damn, Pilots has Frank Mason the third. That's 
seventh best available on his board. That's crazy. Oh, there he is. Well, there's the submission of there. there. Another trade. Oh, shit. Oh. We knew yep. that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just made so much sense. Uh, I, I can't remember. I'm away from the computer. Who is next? Uh, the Raptors. Oh, Toronto. Oh, the Raptors. The Raptors are interesting, man. Because the Raptors have a lot of expiring contracts and a lot of different directions to go. So, like, they have, like, there's a, there's a distinct possibility that, that they lose Kyle Lowry, right? So, Juwan Evans is available. I, I think that would be a, a reasonable pick. But also, they don't have anybody right now at the four other than bums. And, like, I don't know if you're going to be able to bring back Abaka and Patterson. And then at the three, they don't really have anybody other than Damari Carroll. So, I think you want to take – I think you want to take somebody in that four, in the three or four position, most ideally, because at least at point guard, even if Lowry leaves, which I, I would assume they're, that's their main priority is to keep him. But if he leaves, you at least got Corey Joseph and Van Vliet, Van Fleet, who is, if nothing else, has a super cool fucking name. Um, <laughs> so with that in mind, Joel, who are they going to pick? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna say Ivan Rab. Ivan Rab's not bad choice there. Um, I like See, Ivan I just Rab. think he projects better as a center. I mean, it's kind of like John John Collins, and he's got that like combo feature. Yeah. Um, so I, but they, I mean, they have Valanciunas. They have uh, Nogaruria, or however you pronounce that guy's name. Um, so, um, uh, I'm going to say, man, I know it's a reach. I think they might reach down and take Kyle Kuzma. They need a power forward. He, he projects to be a really good swing for Maybe and maybe no. You know what? I'm gonna say because uh, that Ojale, since Ojale is still on the board, I'm gonna say Simi because he can play the three or the four. He's a good shooter. Um, like he can he can like he basically helps it to where he can back up both Carroll and whoever they bring back at four. Because I would assume they're gonna bring back one of Patterson or. Um, or Ibaka. I don't think I have enough money to bring back both. But I can bring back one of them. And then if you put Ojale there, well, I think that makes I'm, sense to me. Now, now why, you know, the Raptors are trying to do shit. They're probably not going to do 
they're gonna probably try to stay a playoff team. They're not gonna develop anybody. They got Bruno Cabocolo or whatever. So if you're gonna stash a player, maybe on a, a new boy or whatever is a better choice. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe Isaiah Hardenstein. Or Isaiah. That's not a bad one either. Yeah, I mean that's certainly a possibility. I mean, if if the if the thing is, it's just hard to be. They do have like a really rich owner who doesn't mind paying plus. So, um, so like because they have that, I mean they could potentially bring back Lowry and everybody, you know, bring back Ibaka, bring back Patrick Patterson, um, and just roll it back and see what happens. And if you are going to do that, then yeah, I mean I could definitely see them taking Ananobi or Ananobi. Um, or or Hardenstein. So but I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Simi. Okay. Just because just because I think I don't think you like I don't think you wanna bring back everybody. I mean it's just I mean I know the owner's rich, you don't mind paying and stuff, but I just think I think the amount of money you're gonna have to pay Serge Ibaka and the amount of output you're gonna get for him is just not good enough. I don't disagree with that. So, so I like I like my I like Hartenstein and I like Ananobi. One of those two. Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Ananobi. Okay. Okay. I like Joel. I like Joel's method. He like picks two guys, so that way he he's got two chances of being right. <laughs> I could be wrong though. Like it could be neither one of those guys. He looks like that's one and two. Those are the two guys I just mentioned. You saw that? Well, that's how you got that. Uh, that's how you got that Miami pick. It's worked out for. I mean, you've done it only like two or three times, but it's worked out every time you did it. So. They got they got Harry Giles listed as a forward on there, so Yeah, we knew this. <laughs> Still is a center to me. There you go. That was your first instinct, Joel. Was uh, Ricky. That was all Ricky. Alright, you can pass the credit. <laughs> Makes sense. I, I, you know, I mean, I think for all, all the reasons you said, makes sense. 
Yeah, I just, I mean, based on the fact that they're a playoff team, like, you know what I mean? They have all these players. They got to play them. Where's he going to fit? He's not going to be back for another year. Who knows? At least the Toronto have a better idea where they're at next season compared to this off season. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so the Jazz Jazz are up next. Jazz. Is it, wait, is it the Jazz or did they trade that pick? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> I can't I remember, know. but I think I think they traded that pick. Didn't they? It's, yeah, because they, they traded with. it. They trade, yeah, Lyles and that and that pick, right, to move up to thirteen uh, to Denver. Uh, was it so, Denver? Yeah, I think so, it, I yeah. So now Denver has that pick. So, oh, huh. okay. Denver. Okay, Allen's off the board. Best available right now, I have as Ike and Ibugo. Oh. Um. The center out of UCLA. Uh, yeah, I don't really need a center. I mean, I, I, I would, I would assume, you know, because they, they traded, uh, you know, a, a first round pick to get Plumley, or is it, is, is it, yeah, Mason Plumley. They're gonna keep him. Um. And 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 I don't think it's going to cost them that much because I don't think anybody's out there trying to like steal a Plumley right now. <laughs> like people trying to give Plumleys away. <laughs> um, I like the, we have a Plumley and he's actually pretty decent. I like. Him. <laughs> I'm gonna say if I'm Utah, I'm gonna say I think the next best available player is, is Isaiah Hartenstein on this right. board. I'm going to say you take Isaiah Hartenstein. Like, I mean, that just makes a lot of sense to me. He's He's got a lot of upside. Um, you can stash him for a year, see how it works out. And, you know, the – the um, Denver has – they just have so many people on their roster already. Why not take a guy who you can stash for a year and, and you know, see where he's at in, in another year, you know? But you're kind of dealing with a similar thing to with with Toronto in that regard, like. I mean, yeah. and they just and they just traded for Trey Lyles, so they just traded, you know, for for a, a, a powerful. Yeah, so like draft and stash him for a year. Maybe they and go and bring. Jerome, Jerome, maybe oh, maybe they do go Evans. I don't know. <laughs> I I could see them going Evans. I mean, I like Evans a lot. I mean, I think I think he's I think he's pretty underrated. Um, I definitely don't see them going with it too. I could see them going semi. Um, yeah. Well, they're yeah. I mean, they're losing. They're gonna lose Gallinari. So if you're thinking about who's playing their three, yeah, you've got you've got Burton with the small ball lineup, and then you've got Wilson Chandler with the bigger lineup. But that's really about it. That's about all the people you got to play the three, and you know, 
I I could definitely see them going semi here. I think right. I'm going to go Hartenstein, though. I like Hartenstein, too. I don't disagree with either one of those. Uh, Kuzma's another option. I, I'm literally lost on this one. <laughs> like, uh, well, and I think I the only reason that I hesitate with, with Evans is because Jamal Murray played point guard for, like, the second half of, of last year, and he played all right. Like, he didn't. He didn't play great, but he played okay. Um, and you still have uh, Moutier, and you still have um, – uh, don't they have Jameer Nelson on that roster? Do they? I, I think I'm they do. Sure. I think they have Nelson for another year. I don't know. How about like – I'm looking it up. I don't know. Let's see. All right. Uh, Yeah, they have Nelson for another year. And they have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. They already have 12 people on their roster, 13 with Lyle. So that's already, like, the maximum for amount of people that you can have who can play. You can have 15 total, but 13 are playable players. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm sold. I, I think Hardenstein's the way to go. You got you already got 13 people on your roster, and I think they have two second rounders in this draft. Take Hardenstein, yeah. stash him for a year, and then bring him up next year. Hey, I got guys, an update. You ready? We got Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies received number 35 in this year's draft, and the Magic yeah. received a 2019 second rounder. There you go. Do what now? The Grizzlies received number 35 Got you in this year's draft, and the Magic received a 2019 second rounder. Huh. What? I did not expect that at all. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Why would you give up? Why would you give up a number, a top five second rounder for a second rounder that you have no idea where it's going to be? I have no clue. Did they acquire? Did, does it say whether whether it's Memphis's second rounder or maybe it's somebody else's? It's Brooklyn's second rounder. Ah, oh, well, see, that's why you would do it. But sure, you're, I mean, that's the you're projecting 19. that Brooklyn will still suck and that it'll be a little bit higher and you're not sure what you want to do this year, so why not? It's kind of cold. They're <laughs> <laughs> just assuming Brooklyn's going to still suck. It'll be a high second-round pick, so it's not that far from 25. <laughs> like, yeah, but, I mean, in, the, but in, the, in the 2019, there. but if you have to think, if they're talking about the 2019 draft, they don't own their 2018 first-round pick. True. So the 2019 draft is going to be based off the 2018 season. They're still not going to be any good. Yeah. So, I mean, you're just you're just basically kicking your pick down the road a little bit. Word. And the Magic have a, Magic have a shit ton of people on their roster. That's probably like, why they did it. Yeah, well, it, it's a lot of people they could cut, 
So, I mean, they could have easily made room for a draftee, but. All right. Hard I could have gave them a second-round pick, motherfuckers. Tyler Lydon. Ah, they took Tyler Lydon. That's unnecessary. That's so appropriate that, like, the the first one that you miss, Joel, is fucking Tyler Lydon. <laughs> well, who would have guessed Tyler Lydon? Like, honestly. I honestly I didn't see that one coming. I should have. It's it's Utah. They like their white guys too. But <laughs> well, Hernan Gomez, they got he's very similar, right? Do what now? They're they got her, uh what's his name? Hernan Gomez? No, that's Denver. Yeah, this is where the pick's going. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um yeah, my bad. I was thinking it was the Jazz. Um Player. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense pick. to me. <laughs> I'll gladly give up that pick for some stupid choices in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would have taken Hart to sign. I mean, that's to me that'd be a no-brainer, dude. I'm gonna be really, really, really pissed if Hartenstein falls to 31. Like, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it, uh, the Memphis Magic trade is for Orlando's second round pick, 35th overall. Right. It's not for the 25th. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you said, 35th. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the 35th. Oh, okay. Because I saw somebody reported it as 25th. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, time. definitely not. Why not? Yeah, so that that I mean that doesn't necessarily make the most sense, but I I can see it. Whatever. All right, so best available players left as of now: Enik Bugo, Stein, Ivan Rab, Simi Ojale, Jordan Bell. I think Jordan Bell would be great for the Lakers. He's from um he's from uh Long Beach, Long Beach, California. Um and uh they have, you know, 27 and 28 coming up. So <laughs> if Yeah, so if uh, uh I mean if if he didn't get taken at number 26, I would definitely I would, if I'm the Lakers, I'd definitely take Jordan Bell at 27 or 28. Um, and then Kyle Kuzma, Juwan Evans. All right, so I, is it is Magic or next, right? They're on deck. Yeah, I go Juwan Evans too. I think I, I was. I think I'm with you there. Um, ma- mainly because uh, uh, Juwan Evans. For what's one? For the magic, yeah. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's not a bad choice. I thought Evans. Would see, I could see them. I I could see them going either Hartenstein or Simi as well. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's not bad either. Again, Simi might be a little early. <laughs> Simi's really falling for me. Like I thought Simi would be way earlier than this. See, I I had Simi falling to 34 in my mock. 
he's ranked twenty eighth online, but the way like the pick shook out, um yeah. I had him I had him fallen. Um well, but I, I mean I think there's several up. teams Look at that. Hey, what? They got the best available. Uh Isaiah Hart. No, I don't I don't agree with them. And this Penzenskis, Frank Jackson and Frank Mason the third. I don't think Frank Mason the third is is anywhere close to fifth best available. Wow, okay. Someone's a party pooper. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, on my board, he's ranked like 49th. Uh, wow. I don't think I've ever even heard of him, to be honest. Frank Mason? Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about the, uh, the international player, my bad. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I, I have... I have Hartenstein ranked as the next best player. Um, Pasechnik, I yeah. have just after Juwan Evans. So I have both of them pretty high. Um, and Frank Jackson, I have 33rd. So, I mean, he's right there with them. Um, oh, shit. Hold on. I got news. I got news. You ready? Wait, hold on just a second. They're, they're about to pick. But apparently, trade. Go ahead. Orlando is working on a trade to unload the 25th pick. That's my news. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're probably going to, like, give them some extra time or something. Yeah. Maybe. That'd be interesting. I'd, really, I'd love it if, if my Hawks could get it. My Knicks. Get it. I don't know who I'd want, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, I I would love it. I I'll give him I'll give him Bellinelli in number forty one. <laughs> Bellinelli fourth one. Here, take this. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, they need it. They need a backup shooting guard. <laughs> so. That's true. Y'all waiting for Orlando move. And he's cheap. I mean, what what do the Knicks have to offer? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come back. Hardenstein. Oh, oh, that's a passing Knicks. The guy he didn't know from Latvia. Yeah, I, I never knew him. Yeah, no, I, I, I've heard of him. He's, he's come up like he flew up the board recently. But my thing with him is he's like, I think he's twenty five years old already. So yeah. like, he's not gonna have a long career. Um, so you better hope he adapts quickly. What's his place though? Like Part of the, the Latvian national team. I wonder if he's playing with Porzingis this year. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Hey. Dude, I'm I'm seriously I'm I'm gonna be so so pissed if Hartenstein falls to thirty one. Thirty one. Yeah, because that's the pick the Hawks gave up to to move Dwight Howard and to take on fucking Miles Plumlee's shitty ass contract. <laughs> so you don't like? I mean, so you really like Hartenstein? 
Yeah, I do. I'm really surprised that he hasn't gone off the board yet. Well, I mean, the thing have... is with Hartenstein, he's not, he is not a, by any means a sure thing. But if you're, if you're drafting this late, like, why not? Wow. You know? All right, I got you. Maybe, maybe the Blazers take him at 26. I can see that. That was the team I originally had taken him. I had him going it with him at 20. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, wait. We got a trade. You ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Orlando is trading the 25th pick, which is what that's the guy that just did it. I mean, it's just that thing. To Philadelphia. For, first for who? <coughs> the guy they just drafted. Orlando just drafted. Yeah. On, on this, they're going to trade him to Philadelphia for a future first rounder. Damn. All right, yeah, uh-huh. that's that's probably a good trade for them. I would imagine it makes sense for Philadelphia because, well, I mean, he's already twenty-five. I don't know if I don't know if I would I would want to stash him if he's already twenty-five. Yeah, you know? but the thing is, like Philly's got so many picks and and a ton of roster spots already. Like they may not have a choice but to stash him. So, doing what Boston had to do last year, all the eight thousand picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly with Yabi Sele and uh, yeah and Zizic. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, who's who's in there? Blazers. I, I'm just gonna go Hartenstein. He's the best player available, and they have a ton of they have a ton of roster spots already. I'm- they can they can draft and stash him. I'm gonna go with the mock draft I saw today. I'm gonna go with Caleb Swanigan, whatever his name. Swanigan. Caleb Swanigan, yeah. He was on the mock draft. Yeah, I mean I could see I could certainly see Swanigan. He's he's one of those forward center combos. He's versatile. Yeah, I'm gonna can... go. I'm gonna go Hartenstein. I think he finally comes off the board here. Yeah. I'm trying to will it into existence because I do not want him. I do not want to be in a situation where we could have had him at 31 right now. I mean, I feel like if it doesn't come off the board here, I'm pretty sure the Spurs are glad they take him on. You know, they yeah, you're him probably him. right. Yeah, yeah, I get back to late. But and the other thing too is I could see. I could see Hartenstein playing well with Nurkic, like in the future. He's like a he's like a really good floor spacer. He's like he's kind of got a similar build to um, to Porzingis. Like he's got like that that really tall, yeah. long, athletic build. Um, and so like yeah, so like I I I could see him pairing well there because of his ability to space the floor and his his athleticism. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say hard and sign. I think that'll be a good one. Damn right there. What up? They they're gonna Portland's gonna have to move some of these contracts because they are. Oh, yeah. 
They're just paying an outrageous sum of money. I don't know why the hell they matched Alan Crabb's contract last year. I don't know why they went out and signed Evan Turner either, for that matter. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. I don't understand what they were thinking. Motherfucker. Joel, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I feel like whatever Joel says, it's just like, they just listen. They just listen to us and picking who Joel says. Because, like, he wasn't even in the top ten available, was he? Uh, I don't think he was on Billis' thing. I think he was on no, the line. He was on the mock draft, I saw. He was on the NBA draft, not net mock draft. I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I had him. I had him ranked at thirty-four on my combined rankings. Damn! Like Eddie Curry and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, looking dude. Oh, okay. So the Nets are picking now. They definitely take Hardenstein, right? The Nets are next. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! It's the Lakers. It's I'm sorry. It's the Lakers. Um, I don't think they take Hardenstein. Um, maybe they do. I just I I mean they already have two good power forwards though. I don't know to the point that. Um, do you add guard guard depth maybe? Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. Like. No. The best available guard is is Juwan Evans, and like honestly, if you're gonna like, you'd rather take a shooting guard, but you'd have to reach down to like Wesley Awundu or uh, T.J. Dozier or Dwayne Bacon. Like you're having to reach way far down to take a, a two guard. Mm. I'm gonna say, I'm I, like I'm just gonna go ahead and pick both of the Lakers picks. I mean, do, I mean, it doesn't matter which order they get picked in. I'm gonna say they take Jawan Evans and Jordan Bell. Jawan Evans? They're gonna take another point guard? Well, here's oh, my dude. thinking. I, I well, I, and I, I very much could be wrong. I don't think Clarkson will be there much longer. Um, uh-huh. and I think that you want to you, – you, I mean, you need to have a backup point guard. Um, and if you're going to be playing – if you're going to be playing um, uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Clarkson. If you're going to be playing Clarkson a lot at the two, which I would assume they're going to have to, given the Jerry right. Russell – then I just think you have you have to take you have to take a guard, whether it's going to be a point guard or a shooting guard, it doesn't really matter. Um, like, I mean, I guess what you do is you is you play Clarkson like almost exclusively at the two, and then you let Jawan Evans back up ball, and then you 
uh, move um, Brandon Ingram over to the two when you're trying to rest. Yeah, I I, I got the phone a little bigger at least at least with the twenty seven. Either like Hartenstein, like you guys are saying, or maybe um, Kuzma or Rab, one of those guys. I just don't see him taking a power forward. I mean, the thing is, I mean, they. I think they might trade Randall too, so that may give some credence to taking a power forward. That's that's um, what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, the thing is with Randall, he's man, he's got a lot of potential. Um, but like, so, he he comes up for free agency next year, which means yeah, like his cap hold is going to be pretty pricey. And mm-hmm. they're not going to want to have that. They're going to have somebody cheaper. Exactly. Um, so, like, I think you could easily see them trying to trade him for something, something a little cheaper. I mean, they were they were willing to just throw him in with the number two pick to get the number one pick. So, right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I could I could maybe see that. I can maybe see. Uh, see, I like. I like Jordan Bell because going into next season, like Jordan Bell is like a perfect small ball big. He's like Draymond Green. He's like the exact same kind of build as Draymond Green. I don't, I don't think he's going to be like the player that Draymond Green is or the passer, but um, but he's like that kind of build, and he's like super athletic. Like I think he had the highest um, standing leap out of the combine, yeah. and – I could see him being a really good small ball center back up to Vika uh, Zubats when, I mean, like, you going, going into next year because Black, Black is coming off. Like, I, I think they're going to go ahead and wave Black because he's got a non-guaranteed contract um, and just try to try to free up some more money. And then, of course, Robin Lopez is, is – Going after I know year. you don't need a center, but what about the UCLA center? You know, pairing him up with Lonzo Ball again. Um, I mean, oh, and it, yeah, and Igbogu. Um, yeah, that would be cool. well, that's kind of the same. That's kind of the same thing where I'm at with Jordan Bell. So either way, I mean, I think that makes sense. I think you don't need a center now, but I mean, you do need to project which where you're going to be next year. And he's I mean, one of those guys that you're just gonna have to sit there and develop. He's kind of that wall of talent. That, yeah. All right. So Utah will trade number thirty and forty-two to the Lakers for number twenty-eight, and apparently they want Tony Bradley from UNC. They Tony. Oh, so they're they're gonna okay. So they're gonna take Tony Bradley. Yeah. Okay. That's 28, though. There you go, Kyle Kuzma. I guess they have him listed as a small forward. I kind of thought of him more as a stretch four. Yeah, well, that's his power forward. Yeah, 6'9". I like it. Yeah. I like Kuzma a lot, too. Like, I was um on my original mock before Atlanta traded away the pick, I was hoping he was going to fall to 31 to us. Um, right, right. So, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like him a lot. He's also a good asset, just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it certainly. Um, 
I think I think this means though you gotta trade Randall, right? Maybe not. Well, it depends. Are they gonna make? They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna make moves. It's not over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Lakers are gonna make probably make a lot of moves. So you said they're gonna take Tony Bradley here. Yeah, because Vince has he a, he's a center, right? Yeah. 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 And they're trading that for number 30 and number 42? Uh, I believe that's right. Hold on. Uh, damn it. I didn't. Give me a second. Where did it go? I just had it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, 42. The Jazz via, via the Pistons, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense for, uh, for, um, uh, for L.A. I don't, I don't know yeah. how much sense that makes for, maybe they were, yeah. maybe they were scared that, um, I mean, because there's, there's, like, as far as available centers now, well, you have Annie Bogu. Maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe they were afraid that the Lakers were going to take Annie Bogu and the Spurs were going to take um, Tony Allen. Because, like, after that, there's not, there, there's not, like, any more center, good centers available. Yeah, Tony Bradley. They got raps. I have, I have, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You do have rap. So, yeah, I don't get that, man. I don't know why you'd do that. I, I mean, I've got Bradley ranked 38 on my board, so I – or no. I don't, think, I don't even think he's ranked that high. I had him going 38 to to um, Chicago. On, um, on your first board, you had, you had him at 41. Yeah. I had I, I ended up moving him up to Chicago when I changed their earlier pick from a center to something else. I think. Um, yeah, he's ranked 38 on my on my big board too. But yeah, I think I had them. I think I had him going to Houston at one point. You see this? Yeah, good trade, Lakers. There's still gonna be value at 42, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't disagree. Hopefully, it's no one good though, because I'm at 44. <laughs> huh? So Tony Bradley's gonna go at 28. Uh, Spurs, man. See, the Spurs need a center. They do. Uh, they well, can go Rab. They can go they can, Yeah, they can definitely go Rab. I think in one of my in one of my mocks I had them taking Rab. Uh, I see the UCLA series. Not the most recent one. Rab. Yeah, any Bogu. That's another one. Rab. That certainly means Hartenstein's falling down to fucking. Bullet thirty one, god damn it. <laughs> oh well. 
<laughs> like now, now I'm just resigning myself. I'm like, maybe he'll fall to 41. <laughs> keep falling, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I mean, he doesn't seem to make sense. I mean, I guess I could, I could kind of see his Spurs taking him because they do like their international players. Um, but. I don't know, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you would, you, I mean, you need a center, because, De- I mean, Deadman's gone, you don't want to pay Dwayne Deadman. So, Gasol's going to come back for cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could, you could maybe make, make that work. Huh, it'll be interesting. Hmm. I still can't believe Juwan Evans hasn't been taken yet. That's crazy. The the stat ranking has him at ten. That's crazy as hell. Yeah. Let everybody else not see that ESPN. Well, my my thing is just like I don't feel like you had to move up the two spots to get him. But like I said, maybe they were just scared the Spurs were going to take him. Maybe. Which you know, like if you leave it up to the Spurs to be like investigating like the player analytics of ESPN's like stat grouping. You know, right. like stat gurus and shit like that. That's, that seems just like a Spurs thing to do. Spurs. <laughs> Who the Lakers? Well, first, what I mean, I. I gotta wait and see what the Spurs do. Ivan? Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking Ivan. I, I, but I, I'm thinking maybe any bogey too. Like, yeah, I got three. I mean, Hartenstein, uh, Anibogu, or Rab. I'm kind of torn between those three. Yeah, nope. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I mean. I I could see them going any of those ways. I think as far as power forwards, well, that's the thing, man. If you're trading, I mean, if you're trading uh, Aldridge, which I mean, I don't know, don't know what I don't know what Popovich was smoking to think he could try to get Fleece a, a top ten pick for Aldridge, but. Um, I mean, you're talking about a 32-year-old on an expiring contract. Like, I mean, first of all, you don't know if he's going to stay if you trade for him. And secondly, you don't want to pay him a long-term max deal when he's 33 years old. Um, But, but, yeah, I don't don't know. 
I'm gonna say I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Rab. Um and the reason being is because I think Rab is at least the most versatile of those guys. Like Hardenstein can't play the five and Enig Bogo can't play the four. At least Rab can play a little bit of both positions. So I'm gonna say Rab. I'm going to go Hartenstein once again, hopefully. You know, he got to get picked eventually, so, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, that <laughs> would certainly be, like, the Spurs M.O. to just, like, yeah, definitely take, the, you know. take the the Tony Parker type that got overlooked that should have been taken, like, 13 picks ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joel, it comes down to you. Who's the winner? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we talking about San Antonio still? Yeah. Uh, I could. I I like on the go boo boo boo. <laughs> if not. Okay. If not, and the go boo boo boo, <laughs> they can go maybe Capo Guard. Maybe they may maybe they, they they maybe I don't know. They can go towards like a Derek White or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I like Derek White. I think he's going to be a pretty good player in the league. Um, I just don't – I don't necessarily see them going that route. I mean, as far what? as – Because I don't know about Ginobili, and I don't think he – if he's gone, you know, and if they trade Danny Green like they're thinking about, you know. Yeah, I, I certainly hear you there. I mean, I think they still have Simmons, but I like I, I think they bring back Simmons, but – if all you got, yeah, they do. But you need more Simmons than that. They have a they have a good, a good backup, um, who I forget his name. He doesn't play very many minutes. For guard? Yeah, uh, like a like a guard forward type. He's like a two two three player. I'm trying to look it up. He, he does he doesn't play much, but when he does, he usually plays pretty well. Although he might be a free agent too, I don't know if I can know. You talking about Anderson? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Kyle Anderson. Yeah, like he's a pretty good player. Um, I like, I like him. He's more of a too slow to be playing two though. <laughs> yeah, he's a little slow for the two, but he's not he can't be any fucking slower than Ginobili was last year. Yeah, but Ginobili, you know, he still has some spurts. <laughs> yeah, he may he may not have like the the like speed or anything anymore, but he's he probably still have a little bit of the lateral quick. Clever bro. It's all about the cleverness. That's still crazy, man. They got Ginobili with a 57th pick. Oh my God. How'd he fall that far? <laughs> I, because it's, it was 1999, and nobody was looking at players out of Argentina. Good point. <laughs> Pop was. Oh, All right. We'll see. No. No way. No way. <laughs> Mind blown.
There you go, dude. <laughs> this is just—it's become so comical at this point. <laughs> How did you get this one? It was the best card available. <laughs> I mean, Jawan Evans, but who? No, but I want like combo guards. They have uh, yeah, like. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. I I could have seen. Um, I wasn't really thinking thinking about him. And he's a little lower on my board, but that might have been a good pickup for uh, for the Lakers. Yeah, that's true too. Well, they're next, and I have no idea who the fuck they're picking. <laughs> uh, this is the last pick yeah. of the first round. I don't know why yeah. they don't go. I have no idea. Well, well, pretty much go perfect, pretty much. What? I said, can Joel? Yeah, much yeah, just, yeah. You you win, Joel. <laughs> we we bow to you <laughs> on on draft analysis. Oh, I told you know what? You know what's bullshit? You know what the the biggest amount of bullshit about this is you know how many hours upon hours I put in fucking all this shit <laughs> and you know Joel just like looking at fucking draft express <laughs> like, like yeah yeah that's pretty, yeah, that looks like a good one <laughs> uh, me and you both Nick <laughs> I, I, I think we're just gonna I think next year what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna pick whatever what like, I whatever. Seems right. I'm whatever. not gonna do that. Right, you know. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of analyze all the players and analyze all the team needs and all that. And Joel's just sitting over here like, oh yeah, this would be great. I'm kind of interested to see where Peter dropped things though. What happened? I'm kind of interested to see where Peter Jock goes. Somewhere in the second round. Yeah. I like yeah, I, I I think he'll. I think I mean, if he does go, he's going to be super super low. But I I can oh. see him going like Peter Peter Jock, J O K. Um, he's a. I don't even remember where he's from. He's a foreign player. He's uh he played at Iowa, but he's from Sudan. Oh. I, I you know what I feel like that's I feel like that's a little bit of a reach, but I feel like there, there's I feel like there's so many people sleeping on Josh Hart. Like I actually really like that pick. That's not bad then. I don't know him that well. I can't say. <laughs> uh, he played for Villanova. I mean, he was the biggest player. That you see right there on the thing, the biggest player of the year uh, last right. year. And I I mean, he's been to like two championships, so. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, that makes, I mean, I, mean, it, I think he'll be good. I I think that makes sense because he'll be a good player to come in. He's he's a little older, so like he's a little bit more of a veteran type of rookie, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And, and you know he can he can back up the two, and then you know when Lonzo needs to rest, they can slide Clarkson over to the one. So. 
I feel you. I think it makes a lot of sense. So, all right, well, it looks like I'm I'm really hating my Hawks even more for trading away number 31 now. <laughs> but, hey, I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed that just Hardenstein just keeps on plummeting down that board, man. <laughs> Come on down to 41. Like, that'd be terrific. <laughs> well, um, is that going to do it for us on air? Um, pretty much. I was going to ask. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left. Um, who do y'all think is, uh, you know, do you have any big winners, big losers? Uh, the sleeper pick, who do, you, who do you think was probably like the best bargain, I guess bargain pick of the first round? Any any of that? Uh, Malik Monk. That was a big get for uh, Charlotte, in my opinion. I was like, oh, shit, there he is. He fell all the yeah. way down to them. That was a big get for me. Surprise. Um, Justin Jackson, I think the Sacramento uh, – that's going to look good in the future with Darren Fox and Harry Giles and, and Justin Jackson. I like that. Uh, yeah, and Buddy, Buddy Hills and, and, Buddy and Hill. Scow and yeah. all that young talent. Yeah, that's they, – They look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure. But I, I know what I do know. My phone's about to die, so I might have to dip early. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, – Thanks for, but thank both of y'all for doing this with me. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time with it, and uh, yeah, it was yeah fun. we'll uh, we'll you, check out the rest of the draft, and we'll get back to uh, get back to it next week. But yeah, thanks, Joel. Take it easy, brother. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. All right, man. So, Ricky, what did you think? What was your uh, you know what was your big uh, what do you think are the big steals, the big moves, winners, losers? What you got? Um. I like uh, I like the Knicks pick obviously. Um, very happy about that. That's a big win for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thunder I think was a little disappointing taking Terrence Ferguson. Uh, I think they kind of did need a player to come in and immediately make an impact. That's Ferguson's one of those players that's gonna have to spend a little bit of time in the D League and you know yeah. get up and you know, develop more, and it's going to take him a few years. It's not like one of these players that, you know, one or two years and you jump right in. Terrence Bryson's not going to, you, you know, you're going to have to take a lot of time for him and waste your first-round pick on that. Eh, kind of disappointing. Um, the Celtics, I really like their pick with Jason Tatum, although I'm not a huge Jason Tatum fan. I just think he fit the whole team needs, and I think they really won this draft, you know, getting a future first-rounder, trading down a few spots, and then taking Tatum when that's pretty much who they should have took anyway because, I mean, Ball and Fultz, you know, that wouldn't have really fit unless you wanted to play Fultz up two and trade Bradley and all that. But I don't think that was the right move. I think what they did was perfect. You have a team. You're set with them. Now you just put the player in that fits best with the team you've already built. And that's what they yeah. did. So that was, that was really good. Um but if I had to pick, like, a loser, uh, I didn't like the Pistons pick with Luke Kennard. I did not like that um, just because I I'm not. Mitchell. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand they need shooting, 
and that was the team need, and that's what they got. But really with that pick, with a lottery pick, you pick somebody that can shoot and pretty much only shoot. I mean, uh, that's not – I mean, I like Luke Kennard as a late first-rounder, early second, because, you know, he does have a really good jump shot. But picking a lot – Using the lottery pick on Luke Kennard's just not the smartest idea, in my opinion, but he could prove me wrong. But, yeah. Also, like Juwan said, or not Juwan, uh, Joel said, um, you know, Malik Monk going to Charlotte was a big steal for them, you know, from following mm-hmm. that low. So they pretty much won that, too. So, pretty good draft. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I mean, there's it's. It's amazing how many players, like, how many good players are in this draft. Like, yeah. And and just how much that may just, like, continue, you know? Um, yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see if, the, if we keep getting this much talent level in the draft, if they don't bring back a third round. Especially if, if, if they want to do, like, a – they really want to cultivate like a farm league system and they want like to have all of the professional teams to have, you know, various um, uh, uh, like minor league affiliates. I, I think yes. it only behooves you to have a third, maybe even a fourth round, um, you know, just to take it for your minor league squads um, yeah. and kind of develop it more like baseball. Um but as far as like my my kind of winners, losers, etc., I think uh, as much as I don't really like Darren Fox, like, and it's not, I shouldn't say that. It's not that I don't like him. I think he's easily a top ten player um, in the draft. I just think he's closer to ten than the top of that ten. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't necessarily think that I would have taken him at number five. But the fact that they were able to, to flip number ten, uh, the Kings were able to flip number ten in, into uh, fifteen and then twenty. They took Justin Jackson. That's what they needed. Um, and you know, then you know, at twenty, they get you know another um, like kind of solid piece in, in Harry Giles, or at least what what could turn out to be a solid piece anyway. You know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I think that is really smart. Um, I also like I kind of like Utah moving up to get Mitchell. Um, like just to me, like yeah, I knew they were gonna take Frank Jackson. Uh, but to me, like that just made so much sense. You know, like they they aren't sure what's gonna happen with Hayward. Like you want somebody who can come in and kind of fill that similar role and because you have Rodney Hood who can slide over to this three, you know, that kind of makes sense. Um, So those are probably my, like, my, like, two, my two biggest winners other than just the obvious, uh, like you said, Boston. Boston is a really good one. Uh, I'll throw out one more. I I really like, um, I really like Brooklyn. uh, And and theirs was kind of more just based on luck but the fact that they were able to get Jared Allen that late in the draft when they needed a center. I mean, honestly, I, I think he's, I think there was a couple more than a couple players who went before him that 
it's really surprised me. So the fact that they were able to get him at 22, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, and, you know, coupled out with their off-season move to get um, D'Angelo Russell, I think, I think they're yeah. making the steps to move in the right direction. Yeah, Brooklyn picking up D'Angelo Russell is definitely a great move for them, in my opinion, because, like, I'm really high on Russell, and, you know, just getting that young piece, uh, just to start a rebuild, because, I mean, before the season, I mean, they didn't really have anybody to even start a rebuild around. Like, there's mm-hmm. Levert's interest, but not a centerpiece. Uh, Hollis right. Jefferson's interesting, but not a centerpiece. Lopez is getting yeah. too old to really build around. So now they got that one player that can, you know, be the cornerstone of the organization going forward. And adding Jared Allen really helped. Mozgov, I yeah. think, is still going to be the starter. Because, um, I mean, Mozgov's not a bad center. He's not bad at all. He's just not somebody I would normally start. I still think he's going to be the uh, starting center. But going t- towards the end of the season, maybe even next season, I can see Jared Allen definitely stepping up and taking that role. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, I think the Mets did a pretty good job so far this offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh I think I forget the guy's name, Sam something, I think. Um he's he's done a really good job over there with Brooklyn and like it'll certainly be exciting to uh to kinda see how they, you know, continue forward and, and kinda keep building this uh you know, this kind of youth movement with all of these different roadblocks, you know, in front of them to where they can't get young players. It's not easy for them. So yeah. uh so yeah, I mean, I think I think it was some good moves all the way around. Um, it's been an interesting first round, and uh, go enjoy the second round. I'll do the same, and um, I think we'll uh, we'll have a show again on Sunday uh, like we normally do. So um, of course, if you want to uh, participate in that, you're more than welcome. And everyone out there listening, thanks for uh, you know having having fun with us, checking out the draft, and uh, we'll catch you on Sunday. Uh, for the regular episode, we'll kind of cover any sort of things we missed for this uh, this particular first round edition of the draft, and uh, we'll catch you then. Adios. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, absolutely. Anytime, brother. All right. Peace, man. Good night, y'all.